Welcome to the Low Key Hippie Podcast. I get dozens of questions in my DMs or on my comments every single day. So I finally decided to just do a Q&A podcast. And I feel like I should be doing these like monthly uh, based on how many questions I get. And I just want to answer as many of them as I can. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get this podcast started. What's up, you guys? I'm Trevor Carroll, and welcome to the Low-Key Hippie Podcast. This is the place where we spread love, compassion, awareness, and it's your one-stop shop, your one-stop podcast for everything, spirituality, personal development, and things like that. So For those of you who answered the question, I put a little question box on my Instagram story. I'm so grateful for you because now I have podcast content and I'm able to answer these questions. If for some reason your question doesn't get answered or if you have a more personal question, I actually have a new tool set up where you can just click the link down below and ask me anything and I will personalize a response to you. I'll try to make it as in-depth as possible just to try to help you out. Kind of like a, a mini coaching session if you want to think of it that way. So let's go ahead and get this started with the first question, which is pretty simple. What is your morning routine slash ritual? So I've been following some sort of morning routine for at least a year now, and it has significantly changed the way I structure my day. I used to wake up every single morning go straight to Instagram, straight to Facebook, straight to everything that was happening in the world that day. I would uh, check the news, you know, what's going on. And at first, like, I felt like I needed this. I felt like I needed that connection first thing in the morning. But what I didn't understand was how it was affecting me. It left me ungrounded during the day and it left me just feeling... um, like almost stuck in this fight or flight mode. I heard this saying once, I think it was from uh, Jay Shetty's podcast, and uh, he was saying how when you check your phone first thing in the morning, it's like 10 different people just shouting in your face. Do you really, really, really want that first thing in the morning? Um, I certainly don't. And when I don't follow my morning routine now, I can definitely recognize how much of an impact it makes on my day. Um, Like I said, I'm stuck in that fight or flight mode, just anxiety and worry and my brain is just going like this. So I try to keep my morning routine as simple as possible. Really, you could do anything. You could do anything that lifts you up, leaves you feeling grounded and ready for the day ahead. I started out with 10 different things on my morning routine list and that's just way too much to do in the morning. To do that every single day be honest with yourself. Like, is that really realistic? Probably not. So my morning routine is as simple as I can keep it. I meditate for 10, at least 10 minutes. I stretch for at least 10 minutes and then I journal for at least 10 minutes. Now I have to be honest. Um, I probably do this routine four out of seven days a week. There are days where I either wake up with this boost of creativity and I want to get right to work. Um, or there's days where I'm just feeling really off and I just need a a slower start to my day. So maybe I'll just meditate one of those days. Uh, Maybe I'll just journal one of those days. But as long as you have just one thing that you can do every single morning just to help you get grounded, get clear-minded for the day ahead, it can be super duper, duper, duper (laughs) powerful. Um, 
and just try it out for yourself. Think of a couple things that you can do every single morning and be realistic with this too. Uh, it doesn't have to be anything crazy, but what is something that you can do for yourself every single morning? And just try if you can. I know we all have responsibilities and different things going on in our lives, but just try if you can to um, limit your phone usage for at least the first 30 minutes, preferably at least the first hour uh, after waking up. So hopefully that answered your question. Um, next question is, uh, can you please tell me how to make a journal? I really want to start, but I don't know how. So when I talk about journaling, I, I'm talking about my journal practice, which is literally just a free writing journal practice. There isn't much to it. Um, I date the page, uh, just write the date to 20, whatever, um, and I'll just write down whatever comes to my head for the next five to 10 minutes. Some days there's not much. <laughs> Other days there's a lot and I feel, I feel like 10 plus pages of just my thoughts just pouring out of my head. Now this helps me get everything that I have in my head out. It helps me see, okay, what am I stressing about? Is this worth stressing over? No, okay, moving on to the next thing. What is this? I'm super excited for this. Yay, looking forward to that. Um, because we always have all these thoughts and these things racing in our minds and barely any of us actually just sit down, pause for a sec and just really ask ourselves, what is in my mind? What is this telling me? And you might see patterns with it. Um, if anything, it just allows you to kind of release, let go and just um, just dump everything that's in in your mind onto paper um i also talk about though like manifesting journals which are really powerful too so with this you can do i like to call it the scripting practice i think abraham hicks uh speaks about this too you pretty much write a day in the life as if that thing you're trying to manifest has already manifested in your life so maybe you're manifesting a job We'll use that for an example. What does the day in your life look like? How does it feel to have that lucrative job just providing you all that money and all the abundance that you have been desiring? And just really try to create that emotion of already having it. How does it feel to already have that thing in your life? Because when it comes to manifesting, one of the keys to manifesting is becoming a vibrational match to what you're trying to manifest and writing a day in the life can really just help put us in that place especially if, if you consider yourself like a daydreamer if you have a, a good imagination imagine that write it down every single little detail especially how it feels so um, you could do the scripting method every day too and see some pretty powerful results with that or if you just want to keep it simple uh, maybe just do like a thought dump every day and then maybe once a month check in with yourself what goals are you working on and do the scripting exercise for manifesting um Let's go on to the next question now. Do you have any advice on how to stop overthinking about every situation? So um, I wrote a little answer to this and I want to read that and then I'll elaborate a little bit more. So I wrote, this is a practice. First, understand that your mind is doing this to protect you. It's not a bad thing per se, but it can lead to suffering and, and that's just not fun. So mindfulness meditation practice can be super beneficial in helping you become aware of your thoughts and better be able to choose more beneficial ones. 
Now, remember that this won't happen overnight. Meditation is like working out, going to the gym, exercising. Uh, you have to do it consistently to notice an improvement. So meditation can really help with overthinking because it allows you to notice what you're thinking before you react to what you're thinking. And so if you notice that you continually overthink, continuously overthink about this one thing, with meditation, now remember it's a practice, so this isn't going to be overnight, but with meditation, you'll be able to notice, I am overthinking. This is what I'm overthinking about. And you create a separation almost from these thoughts. You understand that these thoughts aren't you and you can give as much attention to them as you want or as little attention to them as you want. And if it's, it's, a, if it's a thought that is, I, I don't wanna label it as a good thought or a bad thought because thoughts are just thoughts. We, we give meaning to them. And um, if, if this uncomfortable thought, this thought that doesn't suit you and doesn't suit your mission, um, keeps popping up, you can recognize this thought isn't me. I have no attachment to this thought. And this isn't a bad thought. It's just it's just there. I am the one who is aware of this thought. And um, it makes it so much easier to kind of separate yourself from that and just know that it's just a thought and that it's not real. So hopefully that helps just a little bit. And also I want to add on too, what is it that you're overthinking about? Is it something that you have no control over? If so, do what I just told you. But if it is something that you have control over, figure out if, if it's affecting you in a negative way, figure out how you can change that. Remember that you are the creator of your reality. And if, if you can't con control the exact situation, see if you can control your outlook or your mindset on it. Uh, moving on to the next question, which is very much related to the one we just talked about, uh, which is how do you deal with negative thoughts? And I want to read what I wrote for this one too. So by not being attached to them, thoughts will come and go. It is our job to simply notice them. When we judge them as good or bad, we become attached to them. When we become attached to them, we believe them. Remember that you are not your thoughts. You are the one noticing your thoughts. Try to focus on the ones that lift you up and let go of the rest. And again, a mindfulness-based meditation practice can be super duper powerful to help you with that. Uh, I love this question. So if you could speak with your younger self, what would you say? I would say, Trevor, do not worry. Do not worry a single bit. Um, uh, and when I... Think about speaking with my younger self, I think about speaking with the Trevor who was depressed, the Trevor who was suicidal, the Trevor who didn't want to live, uh, the Trevor who struggled to get through every single day. And I would not change a thing about my past. I would not change a thing about anything that I've gone through in my past um, because it has simply just made me the person I am today. It's given me the tools and the strength to get through hardships today. Um, but I would, I would just tell myself that it's going to be okay. I would tell myself that while my worrying is, is it's valid, it's valid to worry, um, that there's no premise to it the the worrying is not going to solve the problem and it's only causing me to suffer more in that moment especially because it's going to work out everything is going to work out how it's supposed to so that's what i would say to my younger self uh next question is what do you think happiness is 
let me take a sip of water and I need to think about this one because happiness is one of those things that it's almost like it's like a paradox it's it's an illusion it's weird (laughs) I just gotta say too I am so grateful for lemons lemon water is ah, so good so uh, what do you think happiness is in the past I would have said happiness is something that we all we are all striving for but we can never actually achieve happiness and now i would say happiness is everything happiness is is here and now and if we're talking about the emotion of happiness yes happiness the emotion comes and goes just like every other emotion but pure happiness i would say equals pure presence pure awareness pure consciousness um happiness is the basis of everything just like love happiness equals love in my opinion and if we're always striving for that happiness we're missing the point of happiness because happiness is here right now happiness is not in the future um if if you think that you could just uh keep wishing for things to be different now and that you will be better off in the future, that you'll be happier in the future when things are different, you're getting it all wrong. Because happiness can only be found right here in this moment through acceptance, understanding that everything is temporary, understanding that that things will come and go, and, and whatever you're going through right now, it too shall pass. And whether if it's a good thing you're going through right now, it's being appreciative of it. If it's a, a not so good thing, that you're going through right now it's understanding that this is only temporary and having just non-attachment to everything i would say that's what that's what true happiness is anyone anyone can achieve happiness because it's not even a, it's not about achieving anything it's about understanding that you being you you being right here in this moment you have all the tools necessary to bring that happiness into your life. And sometimes it's as simple as a mindset shift. Sometimes you have to go a little bit deeper, um, maybe a little bit of trauma healing, uh, whatever it is, just understand that anyone can achieve happiness with absolutely nothing because happiness comes from within. You don't need anything else to bring that happiness. Uh, On to the next question. How to cultivate more energy? I constantly feel drained and exhausted. I totally understand that. And there's a couple couple answers to this question. So first I would say, um, is this this a medical situation? Is this something that you need to get checked out because there could be a hormonal imbalance or maybe you're not getting enough certain nutrients or whatever it is. So if it's that, get that checked out. If it's not that, it could be um, environment your environment that is causing you to feel drained. Is it something that you need to change about your environment? Is it the people that you're surrounding yourself with? Do you need to surround yourself with different, more uplifting people? Um, is it day-to-day life that's draining you? And this one's hard because... I. The first thing I think of is, is it your job that's making you feel drained and tired? But um, we all have different responsibilities and we'll have different things to do. So I can't just say, quit your job and go get another one. But see if you can 
start shifting away slowly from that thing that's making you unhappy. If it's your job, see if you can spend 30 minutes, an hour, an hour and a half every single night working on what you actually want to be doing as a job. Um, if it's a person who continues to drain you, I just did an episode on this. I would highly encourage you to listen to it, how to deal with um, negative and toxic people, uh, because you have to understand that you can set that boundary with them. You can separate yourself from them. Uh, but at the end of the day, it comes down to you allowing yourself to feel good. Um, and then if it's none of those external things, try to think of what can you do every single day to help you feel more energized. Exercise, movement. Um, I know for me, if, if I just sit around all day I will continue to feel tired but if I sit around all day and then I go to the gym even if I'm tired before I go to the gym afterwards I feel so much more energetic so it could be as simple as just moving your body maybe stretching a little bit um, getting some sunlight can also be really 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 powerful and make sure you're getting enough sleep too because sleep is super super important uh, speaking of sleep, on to our next question now. Uh, how to calm down or fall asleep when feeling really anxious? I understand this. Um, I don't have as much trouble falling asleep now, but definitely in the past I used to. First thing I would say is try not to force it. There's nothing worse than tossing and turning for two or three hours in bed when you could just get up, go to another room, sit out there, maybe even just watch TV for a half hour, um, and then go back to sleep. Another thing that I would say can be really helpful is listening to some sort of guided meditation as you're falling asleep. There are tons and tons and tons of them on YouTube or Insight Timer or whatever app you use for meditation. Um, just look up sleep guided meditation for anxiety and I can guarantee you'll find at least thousands, thousands of those. Uh, that can be really helpful. Sometimes for me listening to some sort of sound, whether it's like white noise or... or um, like soundscapes like nature sounds like waves crashing i love falling asleep to that that can be really helpful too but most importantly just try not to force it uh, it can be even more overwhelming to us if we're trying to force ourselves to fall asleep and to staying in bed so if you need to get up out of bed that's okay uh, and just just do your best to see if there's tools you have to calm down before bed and i would say try not to be on your phone right before falling asleep uh, especially if what's on your phone is causing that anxiety i don't know i don't know if it is so hopefully that helps just a little bit um let's see here which positive which positive things has meditation brought into your life so this is kind of a weird question because meditation isn't, um, I don't like to think of it as, as like, it's not an achievement. Um, reaching a certain stage of being able to meditate daily is not an achievement. Meditation is just a practice. It's a practice to help us ground and help us to be more mindful uh, beings in our day-to-day -day life that, that's honestly what it is but I would say that by becoming more mindful in my day-to-day -day life I've been able to handle stress better I've been able to handle stressful situations 
better. Um, I would say that I feel more comfortable with myself. That, that's probably a big one that I've noticed is I feel more comfortable with myself. Uh, sometimes we are so scared to be alone with ourselves and with our thoughts. Um, and if, if you're scared to do that, this might be your sign to start meditating, to start noticing what's going on in my mind, what's going on in my body. Um, and it can really help to just see it for what it is, as hard as it may be. But then understanding that, again, these are simply just thoughts. They aren't you. They aren't real. And that can make it so much easier to be alone with yourself, be alone with your thoughts. Um, and I'd also say ever since starting to meditate, I feel like I've just been overall more grounded. I have always been an anxious person. Um, yes, I still, still struggle with anxiety today but it's not nearly as bad as it used to be. So I think it just helps me feel more grounded. It helps me to, um, again, kind of separate myself from that anxiety, understanding that this is only temporary. It's not going to last forever. And if I am stuck in a panic state or if I am experiencing anxiety, it helps me get through it easier. Hopefully that helps a little bit. I keep, I keep saying that after every question because I, my goal with this is to help you. If it doesn't, please message me again and I'll try to elaborate a little bit more. Um, I think this is our last question of this episode. Again, I'm going to be doing more and more of these in the future. Um, but uh, what is the difference between religion and spirituality and what do you consider yourself to be religious or spiritual? So... I don't really like labels. <laughs> um, I, I don't follow any one particular religion. I think many religions have great teachings in them that we can all learn from. Um, I do enjoy reading about and studying Buddhism the most and practicing that in my life. Um, but I think spiritual, spir spirituality is right here and then all the religions are underneath it. Spirituality is just understanding that there's more to life than that meets the eye that that's pretty much all it is so um no matter what religion you follow uh i do believe that you can also be spiritual at the same time but again we don't we don't really need labels for these um but i, I do consider myself to be a spiritual being as i consider you to be a spiritual being we are all spiritual beings because once again we are all souls having this temporary human experience so that's my answer to that question. Uh, if I didn't answer your question, feel free to click the link below, whether you're watching on YouTube or if you are listening in the podcast app, it'll be in the show notes and ask me anything there. And I will do my best to give you a very detailed and very elaborate answer to try to help you through whatever it is that you're going through and just try to answer that question to the best of my abilities. So thank you so much for listening or watching, tuning in to this podcast episode. If you liked what you heard, if you liked what you saw, it'd mean the world to me if you shared it. Uh, spread this love, spread this knowledge, and uh, share it to your Instagram stories, tag me in it, and I'll be sure to share it to mine too. Uh, it really means the world to me that uh, we have listeners on this podcast and it's growing it is growing slowly but surely so i appreciate every single one of you and you know what give yourself a big hug for me right now if, if you can so take your arm 
take your left arm, cross it over your right arm, take your right arm, cross it over your left, and just give yourself a big hug and say, I am grateful for me. Because at the end of the day, we're stuck with ourselves. <laughs> we're stuck with ourselves. We might as well love ourselves. So have an amazing day, you guys.